Yeah, Important to me that you all know that another spider just showed up in <gasps> Hannah's room and she had to kill it with the same book. <laughs> it was because I like literally like my eyes blacked out. I didn't like know what book I was picking. And then boom, The Irresistible Rogue by Valerie Bowman got me through two spiders. Irresistible to spiders too. They just can't resist getting killed by that book. And honestly, I read like, did I read this one? I think I actually read it. Like, this was a crazy, yeah, no, yeah, no. Well, if this was a book I read, she, like, made, like, a sex deal with an old man. And then, like, I think she had sex with him. And then he died. And then he, like, gave her to his son. And it was weird. But it could have also been the other three Valerie Bowmans I have here. But this cover was pretty, so I was duped. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. It was a time, but it also could have been this one. Maybe it was. No, I think it was the Irresistible Rogue. I mean, he was pretty resistible, if I'm being honest. But, <laughs> but you know, he was pretty resistible. <laughs> what a devastating blow. I think you're pretty resistible. I saw there's this guy on TikTok <laughs> who makes me laugh every time he shows up on my page. Um because he just speaks so poetically Mm. but so hilariously Mm -hmm. the way he tells these stories anyway i saw a video of his recently where he was saying i don't really understand how he got away with saying these were things that he would say when he doesn't want to be like super mean to somebody Mm. but he needs to like kind of you know yeah but he doesn't want to be super mean and i was like sir these would be devastating blows if anyone said them to me um and the only one i'm remembering right now is uh whoa whoa man you're you're thin in the plot oh i think we're all along those lines i think the one like if i would walk up to someone and want to like ruin their day and their life i would just walk up to them and be like you're so brave because (laughs) (laughs) because like i like that like brave for wearing that ugly shirt or brave for getting that haircut that they're questioning like you're so brave like I just think it would really devastating blow. (laughs) Send me spiraling. Like, you're so brave. (laughs) And I don't have the guts to say that to anyone, but like honestly, I just need to get into a fight and then I'll (laughs) let that loose. (laughs) But again, I don't unless it's with a spider, I'll like look at a spider, you're so brave, and whack it with a book. That's probably the most likely outcome of this because apparently they just love me. I don't want to be loved by spiders. I'm an unwilling. You don't want to be irresistible. No, I don't. I mean, one could say I am unwilling. And that would also be the case with today's old school school book, An Unwilling Bride or The Unwilling Bride. Something about unwilling bride. An unwilling bride. An unwilling bride by Joe Beverly. And boy, do I know why. I would have been unwilling to. Guys, he was resistible. I resisted him. And that, that's the episode. No, it's not, because I actually loved it. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't even. Like, this would be the book you go to bat for? Like, I don't even get that. I'm not going to bat for it. I know why you don't like it. Because it was horrible. No. Well, to you, but... And a lot of other You read for different reasons than I read. Enjoyment. And I did not enjoy it. It was so bad. But the beginning started off good. I was like, oh yeah, like, second chance for these parents. And then it just kind of was done before 50%. I was like, but I care more about you. I mean, I will say that all of, like, the negative reviews were hating on the heroine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you are a bit thin in the plot there. Because you're wrong. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? I was very confused. There were a lot of reviews hating on the heroine. Yeah. I think it's hilarious because I she does start off a little unlikable. I like, never... at the very beginning, I thought she was a little starch i mean i didn't dislike her but i understand why initially she's a little standoffish um but i mean very quickly yeah 
becomes quite sympathetic and compelling, I think. Yeah, like, I don't, I mean, maybe it's because we have read enough, you know, blue stocking, like, feminist heroines, which I didn't even think she was, like, reaching for the stars there. She just read a little bit of Mary Wollstonecraft. Um, but maybe it's just because, like, we are used to that. I mean, I saw a review for, um, one of Eva Lay's books, and I did not like the book, but the reviews made me want to like the book Mm -hmm. because they were so angry (laughs) that the heroine deigned to, like, want the right to vote. Well, you know how a lot of... (laughs) classic yeah. romance readers hate women who want rights it was crazy like the book was like 2011 or something and like i those reviews i was like oh my god I, so i think that's what happened here i don't know but i mean i don't know either because this book is from 1992 so yeah you would think that would be like refreshing i mean not to say that there's no such thing yeah. as a feminist heroine even if she doesn't read wollstonecraft but like mm-hmm. What there was it wasn't like it was overdone by nineteen ninety two, I have to assume. No. I mean there was something in the water though. I mean, most of these like Goodreads reviews, I mean Goodreads obviously I don't think. Um I just was around so like Goodreads. Yeah. So like most of these reviews were in the last like 10, 13 years, like some more recent. Um and so like that makes it weirder to me. Why are you (laughs) No that that that's the thing, because that's like the evil A one, you know? Like 2010 people are having these things and i'm just like huh like i guess i was just so confused when i was reading it and i was like yeah this crusty marquis like i get it like i wouldn't i wouldn't want him like he was so mean to her <laughs> and i was like yeah make him pay it's like they make untraceable poisons you could go find one like, there were just so many times when I was like, but what if this book is actually about her needing to go get knocked up so she didn't have to marry him? Because they said that if she would have already been pregnant, he couldn't have married her. And I would have been like, yeah, go find someone to impregnate you and that can be your book. That'd be a great book. So, fan fiction. Or unfan fiction, in my opinion. I, He said that. Yeah, I don't think that I I don't think the duke would have actually not gone through with the forced marriage if she had been pregnant. But I think she could have just gone got pregnant and got married and then what can he do about it? She's married. <laughs> I mean, he fully was like I would have killed um this dude if I would have had a legitimate heir, so like right. I can't so- have that. So I mean, he probably would have just murdered her husband too. So I mean, everyone in that book was just I was like, "Oh my god." Well, but I I think one of the points the books making is how dangerous marriage is for women yeah and, and it never so i think it would have defeated the purpose if she had gone off to find another random guy because this one was at least like terrible good like noble noble of kind of blood not even no I, he certainly wasn't Deverell, which is the other side of this i just think if you're a pot and you see a kettle okay i think you just got to look in the mirror there this guy very different i think he it's the spends same most coin. of this book not having sex with his wife just cuz she doesn't really feel like she wants to do that and he's like bet and then he punches her in the face and gives her a black eye because she he's like, Ugh. and he's also like, oh, yeah, I can be friends with you now because I know you're a virgin. But before that, he was like, I can't. And then he goes and fucks his mistress and is like, it's fine. Well, n- no, he did say that he was upset by how quickly he was falling in love with her, even though he believed her to be not the kind of upstanding woman that she should be. So I think that rage was at himself and just misdirected into her eyeball that was much later (laughs) and also let's back up because i don't think you're supposed to he he's not supposed to be good 
I think that's the point of his character. I mean, I, he was a villain in the first book, which I completely see. And he remains a villain to me. The villain in the first book? I thought the villain in yeah. the first book was Deverell. No, apparently there was like, he had to like act as a villain. I don't know. He had, had something with the heroine of book one. Well, the heroine of book one was raped by the twin brother of her husband. I know. People were just saying that he was the villain of book one. And this was his, like, redemption book. I don't see how that could be possible because... I haven't read book one. <laughs> I haven't either. And I'm they, just they, knew, they said it. Because she was raped by the twin brother of her husband, and her husband was a spy. And so he was do- He was having an affair with the lady they mentioned for king and country, for spy reasons. But she didn't know that he was a spy. And also, apparently, Devereaux did horrible things to him. And that's why he had to die in this book. So I don't see how <laughs> this guy. I, all I know is they said that he was the villain, and it made a lot of sense to me. I, I mean, don't I heard enough about book sense. one to know that I would never read it, and or anything else in the series. I feel very compelled to read book one. Let's back I up. I think you. that this book is number one very preoccupied uh, preoccupied with the very serious consequences for both women who submit to and are complicit in patriarchy and patriarchal systems, but also those who speak out against it, which is how you have a blue-stocking character who is not interested in marriage, determined to just do her, you know, live her life, and she is still essentially blackmailed and forced into a marriage that she has no interest in. And then you have a young woman who is a debutante, very excited to have her season... 100% on board with it and actually ends up being worse off by being sold into this awful potential marriage. So that's number one. Number two is I found this very interesting review, so I'm not going to pretend the rest of this is my original thoughts because it's not. However, it did articulate a lot of the things that I was mulling around um, and also bring up a new perspective on some of them. It's on a website called Badass Romance. We will link it. Also interesting, no. like, <laughs> won't link it. Just Google it; you'll find it. Um, the it mystery compels you. Looks like it's from 2014, and uh, Joe Beverly actually found it and wrote a very long comment on it. So I thought that was interesting. But essentially, her thesis in this article, she's looking at this one and a much more recent book of Joe Beverly's, which both have this sort of blue stocking, Wollstonecraft heroine mm-hmm. uh, who ends up in a, a unwanted like marriage of convenience. But very different heroes. And her argument is that especially this one is supposed to be uncomfortable because Joe Beverly is exploring this ideal of the alpha hero. And is it something that you should actually be? Is it a fantasy? And what happens when you push the alpha hero to the natural like he has a temper. He's very aggressive. What does that mean in the context of a marriage? Where does that go? That he's gonna slap you in the face. Okay, but then you have a character like Sebastian St. Vincent, who on page in the previous book kidnaps drugs, drags a woman to forced marriage. We you know, he says, Okay, we figured out he wouldn't have actually raped her, but he threatens to rape her. What is, I mean, there are heroes who trap heroines into marriage and they have legal I mean, ownership I just, of this woman now. So there are all these things that we excuse in romance when a hero does it. So why is this one time, and I, I'm not saying that it's okay for yeah. a man to hit his wife, to be clear, but I'm saying in fiction, I think it's an interesting thing to pose. He does this thing. He feels really guilty about it. He says it'll never happen again. He seems to be more concerned with it than she is. I believe by the end of it that he won't do it again. But why are we as readers willing to accept things that an alpha hero does that are perhaps more abusive than this? But this is where a lot of readers will draw the line. And I think that she's intentionally posing that question. Yeah, I mean, I guess for me, I'm not, like, Sebastian isn't my favorite. And, like, I'm not an alpha hero person. I know, he was just the one that came to mind, but you also yeah, have you read a know. book where the heroine shoots the hero. Why is that okay? Because it's fun. This just wasn't fun. <laughs> and that's the hill that I'll die on. 
And like I get I mean, that I'm not saying these for like, two different but reasons. I'm, I'm saying that I think it was a very interesting and compelling look. I at mean, I guess I just don't deal. think when she shoots the her- hero, I think there's normally a good reason for it. And this didn't seem like any kind of good reason. And I don't think he groveled enough. I think it lasted for like five minutes and then it was done. And like, I it just wasn't satisfying. I don't think that it necessarily was supposed to be. I don't, I, I'm not saying it has to be, but as a reader, I did not enjoy anything about the book, including that. Whereas in other books, I find enjoyment in the, I don't know, suspicious alpha ways. I mean, but even removing that very controversial aspect, which actually, interestingly, on this review, uh, she, it's, she comments on it at the very bottom. Um, and points out that even, oh my gosh, where did it go? Uh, that it, it upset readers when it came out as much as it does now, I mean, now 2014. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, and then points out like all of these other kinds of abuse that readers are able to, able and willing to look past and i guess i also not that all romance has to be a part of the fantasy but this doesn't seem to be part of any fantasy that like i would find enjoyable to read about like there's like the pirate pillaging you know kind of that or there's like the kidnap and then i don't think it's meant to be i know but i enjoy the other ones well that's that's why like i can excuse them sure I just think this presents a much more interesting look at what does it actually mean to fall in love with someone who has legal ownership over you and your your body, literally. And I think that's why we represent the two romance, historical romance, old school school wolves inside of everyone, because I could care less <laughs> about that. I just want a good book like entertaining well, I think even if you remove heroes. that I so take out the slap which actually I, which I, I didn't like note, this guy before that I didn't like him at 20 percent. I wasn't a fan of him at I all I liked him the whole way through I found him very oh I did not like him at all so I like mean, it, the slap was just icing on the cake I don't but it have wasn't, to be attracted to a hero for me to find him a compelling character but I wasn't attracted like it wasn't that I wasn't attracted to him I was just like I just don't find like I did not find him as a compelling character like I just was not interested like I just didn't like him I think that he represented the opposite of her. I think that which again, like you can read this as like an interesting thing. I don't do that. <laughs> like I don't find interest in things that I don't want to be interested in. Well, but I don't. I didn't find him unlikable. I find I I found him just a very likable guy who was forced into a really awful position for all parties involved. I mean, he had more power in the situation than she did. I mean, I felt but, bad for him at the beginning, and then I didn't. Like, I, he handled it okay, and then I was just like, I don't like you. It is what it is. I mean, I didn't like him from, the like, from, I think it was, like, 20% on or something. Because I was, like, waiting for the heroine to be annoying. And I never found, like, I, I mean, I found her annoying when they were, like, flirting in Latin. I was like, can this book end? But, like, I didn't find her. Like, when, like, at the beginning, explained. I was like, honestly. Flirting in Latin was the best. The best parts were when they were intellectually bantering. Because that's where you see these two people are on a common ground, even though they have all of these different backgrounds and beliefs. Yeah, but I was like, I don't want them to be together, therefore they can stop flirting in Latin. Like, I can see where that'd be compelling for someone who's compelled by them. I remained uncompelled, unwilling, if you will. So I was just like, can this please end in the Best Buy parking lot? (laughs) That was picking up an order. I know, but I want you to be willing because I, I, I want, I, but I, but I, but listen, listen. I mean, listen, I listened Linda. for 13 hours and I, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You I mean, sped that like, audiobook up. You did not listen for 13 hours. I, it was at 3.0 by the end. I couldn't do it. Like, I was like, can this thing go any faster? I want to be Ricky Bobby. I mean, you got like a speed. gruesome villain death and also a whole little side yeah. adventure where they dress up as prostitutes. Yeah. And then the dad was, was there and the dad was like, this is a great bit. 
Once you lose my good opinion, that shit's lost. You can't find that. Sherlock Holmes would have problems. But it just so. raised so many interesting philosophical points. But I don't, I'm not a f- <laughs> philosophical point person. But I like, am the anti-philosopher. But, like, for example, you get that whole conversation where he's like, damn, it, I nothing can possibly excuse my behavior. But, but then it, it led to kind of an interesting debate about what do we consider equality? The fact that he would threaten to hit her for the same thing that he would threaten to hit a, a man for, but then he says he would be far more likely to hit a man. So what is what is the actual equality between the sexes? You and then you have the, the whole side plot. Is the thing. It was interesting. <laughs> and then you have the whole uh, side plot with, uh, or not plot, but background with Napoleon and the war. And you raise this oh, very interesting yeah. point of, okay, so you have this guy, Nicholas, with his daughter who says something along the lines of, like, why couldn't she grow up to be a soldier? And she has this explicit thought when they're reading the list of the dead where she's like, is that actual equality? Like, Mary Wollstonecraft never talks about the fact that if the genders are actually equal, women are going to be fighting and dying in wars what about this do we actually want this on the other hand autonomy and personhood under the law but also characters that i like i liked both these characters and i loved i thought it was very interesting watching them fall in love i loved their little dance scenes because their whole relationship felt very much like a dance I think I that was dancing. some very explicit imagery there. Really stuck with me. What do you mean you hate dancing? I don't like what? dancing. Are you even what? I am not. A, I don't like dancing. What? I mean, the, like you personally don't enjoy dancing, or you don't like no. reading dance scenes in books. I mean, I'd prefer not to read about them. I mean, sometimes Hannah. they're hot, but like I don't. I dislike dancing. I don't like dance shows. I don't like Hannah. dance things. I'm not a dancer. I don't. Dance oh, yeah. scenes can some of be some of the most. They can. It's not like I would skip a dance scene, but on like my top like scenes to read, it I don't think it would ever be a dance scene. But a, but a well written dance scene is. I mean a well written. I mean like I'm not gonna like completely write off dance. I know, scenes. but this is a thing that I think about because I'm a Jane Austen stan, and some of my absolute favorite period piece scenes, especially Jane Austen, are dancing scenes. Have yeah. you ever watched Becoming Jane? Yeah. I you know that not. I wasn't a huge fan. I I mean I wasn't either except that I'm very attracted to <laughs> I remember the voice so Well, yeah. I mean there's the scene mm. where they're not dancing together but he's in the dance but you don't know yeah. until they like dramatically whirl around and that's my Roman Empire. Them whirling around and him giving a little smirk. I know you don't like the 2005 Pride and Prejudice. I don't. I enjoyed I enjoyed every dance scene in that movie. The real best dance scene is Emma 2020. I that was a good movie. That was really good. That the way that they are the only two people not wearing gloves. Mm-hmm. That was I, a good one. I'm unhinged actually thinking about that. God. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love a good dance scene. I really do. Yeah. The one in the 1995 Pride and Prejudice is excellent as well. Like, I don't know if I'd prefer to watch it like that. Like, that. I mean, I just, yeah, I just don't like dancing. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's my thesis. I was just trying to find a point of common ground for us in this very it, contentious. <laughs> not dancing. Yeah, I can't even do the cha-cha slide or the cupid shuffle. They can tell me the instructions. Mean? And I, I am so uncoordinated that I will be the reverse of everything everyone's doing. And I'll end up just being like... They tell you what to I, do. I, I'm aware. And, and it doesn't work. you be doing the opposite? Because my body just doesn't... My body doesn't move like that. Like That's fine. I'm not even mad about you not liking the act of dancing. I'm mad about bro, you not liking the dance scenes. Yeah. I mean, I again, like, I just don't think, like, a dancing would be, like, my favorite thing to read about. I think it can be good. If I care about the characters. This just hurts me. Which, which I didn't. 
It hurt me too if it makes you feel any better. It doesn't. <laughs> me when I say, I'm happy you enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm lying. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that nice. <laughs> I'll see so many people be like, I'm so happy that you guys, or like, I really hope that you like it. And I'm like, <laughs> couldn't be me (laughs) so there's that (laughs) yeah I I did love the dad and the mom they were great I enjoyed them but then they ended like they got with it like 50% and then they were just happy and I was like oh I would have read more about you (laughs) they compelled me They didn't like, I don't know, like, that, that, like, if that was, like, a novella, like, I would read their novella. But you already read it. I know, and I was disappointed. So, like, if it was, like, a different novella, like. <laughs> you mean if just, it was a different novella? Like, if it was, like, there's, like, that, like, plot, like, that story, but, like, more of it and less of their heinous children. Um, I No, think but I'm saying you it. already read everything that would be in the novella, like. But they could have shown me more. Like, I could have known more. I mean, what more did you need to know? I don't know. Just, like, more POVs. I don't know. Or sex scene. I just felt like it was pretty straightforward. I mean, for the book, yeah. But, like, if I could get more of anything from this book, it would be them. Flashbacks. Like, remove them from the book. Like, I would just take them. No, I I know what you're saying. I'm just saying you've already read all the things that would be in the novella. And I desperately wish I could unread it. So, like... (laughs) No, I mean, well, I'm saying world, if you just I could, like, all rewind. of the scenes with the Duke and Duchess and put them all together, that's it. That's the novella. Congratulations. Yeah, but I feel like – Yeah, but I would want more. Like, I would want a more fleshed out novella because I do think they just kind of ended very abruptly and I would have wanted more. I don't think they ended abruptly. I think it was just that they were not a couple who needed to do anything. It was like, here's this deep misunderstanding that's gone on for many years. Here is the scene of them resolving said misunderstanding after them fighting. And I thought the fighting. resolving scene was a little bit underwhelming. I wanted it to be more well They almost banged in his office. And then they didn't. And instead they ran giggling up the stairs half-dressed. And all the servants were like, what the fuck? And then their son listened to them with a weird smile on his face. <laughs> Wouldn't you be happy if your parents who were all di- like distant for your entire life were like, tee-hee-hee, getting it on? You're like, aw, good for them. Well, at Maybe first he thought it was trauma. some other man, and he was like, oh, this isn't good. Gotta go find dad. Dad's, whoop, it's dad. He was like, nice. Good for them. But then he was like, yeah, I, I knew they weren't cold, and I'm just like, you don't know anything. <laughs> like, there's so much more to that that you don't know. <laughs> Wasn't his business. I mean, he made it his business when he listened to them having sex. He didn't mean to. He just heard voices and was like, uh, rut row. He's like, it's an orgy in there. He did think it was an orgy. Why was that his Which go-to? Which is funny. I'm like, you re- two people? <laughs> Look, sometimes you hear voices coming from your mom's room and you're like, whoa, scandalous. <laughs> he had just found out he was a bastard, all right? In his defense, he was probably questioning some things about his that mom. That was 20% earlier. He had 20% to figure it out. I mean, that was a matter of, like, what, days, weeks? Seconds. Who knows? <laughs> Time isn't real. <laughs> I did think they just were like, yeah, she's not. Like, I was more fascinated, I guess, in the parent-child relationship of, like, him and his father. And, like, how he, like, idolized him and, like, always wanted his affection. And... Then was like, oh, the reason why we never connected is because I'm not his real son or his legitimate heir. And I just think that was more fascinating than anything he had to do with Beth. I don't know. I guess I just was like along for the ride. And then I was like, how can I unbuckle my seatbelt and cause the least amount of damage to my body if I jump out of this car? Guys, I have road burn. I have road rash. 
I'm bruised. I'm bloodied. I am pedaled to the metal. Yeah. Yeah, you are. I am three seconds out of the gate, run straight into a wall. Charlotte Leclerc. <laughs> I am red. I am yellow. I am stupid. I am stupid. I am stupid. I love my man. Another race this weekend. He's not going to win, but that's okay. I feel Next like he won something recently, no. right? No. No? Didn't his Ferrari win something? Just his teammate. Carlos okay. won. Mm. It was a banger. Well, fortunate, but unfortunate. Yeah, he was down in fourth. They did kind of sacrifice The sacrificial him. penguin. Yeah, but not in a hot or fun way. <laughs> not in a like, uh-oh, my husband's an alcoholic and I have to go bang it out with him. I'm just kidding. She didn't go to bang it out with him, but she could Me have. with this book, not in a hot and fun way. <laughs> just in a way. <laughs> this was a book. That is true. That's a true statement. It was a book. In other news, I'm now in love with Lando Norris. <laughs> I'm going back to the F1 thing because at least this brings me joy and you don't hate it. Lando Norris might have won my heart. How did what this happen? He McLaren. What did I name um, him? I don't know. He? I don't. Lando. Uh, was he the one? No. And it's all there was too one much Lance. for little Lando Norris. I don't think that it was anything extremely compelling. Because I don't remember it. Just like um, this book. This was a very interesting book. I am looking at the video to try to find out what you named him. I remember someone I said looked like a Liam, but I think he was a Lance. No, no, that was that was a Liam. Uh, 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 what is that man's name? Logan Sargent. Logan. There is a Logan. Liam on the grid. Um, oh. Liam Lawson, he replaced Daniel Ricardo when Daniel broke his wrist. Your birth man. My birth man. Um... <gasps> But I don't know if Daniel is supposed to be back yet. Mm. Hold on, I'm trying to find Lando. It's all too much for little Lando Norris. I can't even, like, think of his face. Noah Centineo. (laughs) Oh! You named him Noah. Oh, why can I not? Oh, okay, yeah, I remember him. Yeah, I stand by that. Noah's all right. The thing is that I wasn't attracted to him, like, physically. I was like, yeah, he's cute. Not mm-hmm. really my type. And then I watched a lot of videos of him. And it turns out he's very funny. Mm. And if there's one thing that'll get me to fall in love with a man, it's if he is funny. And I was like, rut row. But can he flirt in Latin is the question. That's a great point. Probably honestly, not. probably all these people. Honestly, their education, maybe they could. Who knows? They're rich. Oh, yeah, but they spent the majority of their formative years traveling around carding. True. So what if they're not super Pig Latin. Max Verstappen is. that He's actually kind of brilliant. Well, that tracks. I just feel like he gives the I speak Latin face. I wonder if he does. I, could I feel he gives education. He gives, he gives scholarship. <laughs> He gives, I need to think about my studies. <laughs> no, Max Verstappen gives daddy issues is what he gives. <laughs> Don't all men with daddy issues turn to Latin to get them through the tears and the pain? This guy had daddy issues. It's true. <laughs> he flirted in Latin. It's a circle. You know, a racetrack, if you will. You just go round and round and it meets up. Men have daddy issues and learn Latin to compensate and or scholarship reasons. I mean, I dare you to look at a picture of Max Verstappen and be like, he doesn't give scholarship. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) There's a they have these video. uh, F1 does these videos called Grill the Grid where they have different challenges that they give Mm -hmm. the drivers and they have to, like, compete and do these challenges. Um. And it'll be like they'll they did one where they gave them baby pictures of a bunch of drivers and they had oh, to guess who yeah. the baby was and you know, alphabet challenges where you have to name like race winners with whatever. 
Um, and they did one. I didn't watch it, so I don't know exactly what the challenge was, but I know it was like landmarks of different, I assume different cities where races are held. And everybody was kind of making fun of Max because he named one of the cathedrals. He referred to it as home. Uh, no, as the architect's last name, like, oh, the such and such chapel or cathedral. <laughs> I'm so right. <laughs> and everyone was like, why? Did- <laughs> why is he like a geographical genius? Why does he know the architect? <laughs> That's just hard. My intro to uh, art history was the hardest course I ever took in college. Yeah, art history it was so much memorizing. Hard. It was really interesting and I enjoyed it. I especially enjoyed the level 3000 class because it was like not that memorizing game. But to just be able to whip that out, yeah, impressive. It, yeah. it gives scholarship. It gives scholarship. It does. Yeah. So oh, I think Mac. I nailed. I nailed that one on the head there. I was never disagreeing with you. In fact, I think if you play it back, I was agreeing. <laughs> and you know I what's so crazy is we actually have this on record. That's so true. I know. I when I watch the Real Housewives, I'm like, you guys know you're being recorded, and they're like, that didn't happen. I'm like. <laughs> but they can literally just play it. Like everything is recorded. Like, like you, it's there. And they're like, I didn't say that. I'm like, but it's there. Like, you were recorded. Do you think they would lie? So everything is connected. Like I said, in the race circle of life. At each stop, at each pit stop, there's a real housewife. Pit stop. <laughs> There's a Max Verstappen in his little cathedral. There's this book right next to a trash can. No. Because there's trash cans in the circle of life, in the race circle of life. I don't know where this is going. I mean, I know it's going around and around and around because it's the race circle of life. I just don't know how you got here. Uh, Scholarship. That was Greek and Latin. Okay. Yeah, the gods foretold it, actually. What does that even mean? What doesn't it mean? I hate philosophy. about what is happening. No, it's not. That is not philosophy. <laughs> you are just saying words. Inside every girl, there's a boy. That's my philosophy. Well, inside every man is another man. Does that make every man gay? Yes, Plato. <laughs> I think, actually, more... Often, it's not often enough to be my Roman Empire, but frequently about, I think it was Aristotle that had this whole theory about why women have fewer teeth than men. And the thing is that they don't. <laughs> and everyone's like, why didn't he just. You could count them. Like. Maybe he counted one who was like missing teeth. Was it Aristotle? That's embarrassing for him. Taking L's from beyond the grave couldn't be me. Yeah. No, I think it is. I think it's taking L's from <laughs> I only, like, half heard whatever was going on on your side of this conversation. I mean, just just think about it. You're still talking about his absurd failure. <laughs> I think that's I mean, funny. but to be fair, we're also talking about a lot of other things that he did. Um honestly i don't talk a lot about aristotle i think this is the most i've talked about him and his failures i think of aristotle i think of legally blonde because there's the scene in the law classroom when she's like she gives like gives a quote which i don't know the quote but then the guy's like aristotle and she's like are you sure and he's like i don't know and it was aristotle i really hope i think it was aristotle Males have more teeth than females in the case of men, sheep, goats, and swine. In the case of other animal observations have not yet been made, other animals' observations have not yet been made, but the more teeth they have, the more long-lived are they as a rule, while those are short-lived in proportion that have teeth fewer in number and thinly set. Was there a comma in there? Yeah, there was, there were commas, there were semicolons, there were. Oh my god. (laughs) One thing about me, I have... That was a paragraph. Never met a semicolon I didn't immediately take to bed. I use those things constantly. So did Aristotle. Okay, well, I doubt there was this... I mean, did Greek have semicolon? I don't know. I don't know. Someone had to invent them. 
Why wouldn't it be the Greeks at this rate? I just hope that one time he counted the teeth and realized he was wrong and just kind of went with it. Uh, I mean, he was a man, so none of this is surprising to me. Yeah, that tracks. He probably had great hair. Oh, I don't know. Because he was a man. Were we recording when no, we were we talking? Okay, wait. Because no one listening is going <laughs> to no, understand that statement. No. And I'm not going to explain it, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think it'll be funnier. I don't want to be on the record saying that, like, men are great. Because oh, that's a good hair. point. You know? Like, they don't deserve that's that. Because they're they men. Don't. They don't deserve that. <laughs> Carlos Sainz, however, has yeah. great hair. Probably because he's a yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't do anything to it. He doesn't even and, use conditioner. Yeah. And exactly. he has great hair. That's man math. That's boy math. Yeah. I can just use shampoo once and my hair will be luscious. The eighth wonder of the world. The eighth wonder. Truly nothing is as staggering to me as watching him take that hood off and seeing the voluminous masterpiece it reveals. Every yeah, time. You'd think it'd be like matted down and sweaty, but no. You would think. You would think. I mean, there's a reason they, like, immediately give them hats to wear for, like, their post-racing interviews and stuff. Like, here's your hat. He doesn't even need it. He's like, Dare my hair actually fit adds, because, like, four inches of height. Yeah. It's just so, it's so luscious. It's so luscious. How does it's he so do unfair. it? It's so unfair. What the hell, Carlos? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your lesson? My lesson personally is that Hannah and Caroline are the two wolves. And <laughs> I, I agree. I think that's so true. Because I don't think we're going to agree on an actual lesson to come out of this. The ones that I had were incest is a fickle thing. Because <laughs> it wasn't actually incest. It's not incest. No. Um, men are hypocrites. No body, no crime. <laughs> <laughs> because I think she could have gotten away with it. She was smart. Um, if he hates Mary Wollstonecraft, red flag. Uh, Mary Wollstonecraft is hotter than your husband. Those were my lessons. I feel like I came away with more issues with Mary Wollstonecraft than pros. <laughs> uh, she was the only one I was batting for by the end. I mean, not even Blanche, the mistress with the heart of gold who murdered that guy? No, not really. How were you not rooting for her? She murdered that guy. I mean, she did, but I was done with the book at that point. I loved I Blanche. Like, oh, death. She was like, what is that, my dude? Yeah, I'll It'll befriend your you wife. I'll befriend your wife, and then I'll murder that man, and then quote Macbeth. Quoting Macbeth is always baller. Well, she was, it's let's be clear, metal. she was, I believe, quoting Lady Macbeth, mm. right? Yeah. But I mean, Macbeth, the play. I was talking about the Othello comparison. I was like, oh, don't be talking about Othello and the wife killer. Well, that was a whole thing. Um, Yeah. Once Greek plays enter the chat, I just don't get real. (laughs) Othello was Shakespeare. Both of those were Shakespeare. Okay, once plays, once the theater. Once the theater enters the chat. I just think if you're going to kill somebody, at least quote Macbeth. Sure. Like, you that. have the opportunity. Take it. And yeah. she did. And then she yeah. came dramatically down the stairs holding a knife. And you know she's dressed in all white, so she's covered in blood. That's a bad bitch. And then they were like, what if we all dressed up as prostitutes to get into this guy's house? And plant a fake will that will leave all of his money to that girl and she was like you know what bet and she did that she rouged her nipples on everything which i'm just still so curious about i don't what about it i just don't understand um i mean i could be wrong because I'm known to be wrong about things that I haven't looked up at all and just got from context (laughs) reading historical romance. My understanding is that they would wear sheer garments, so when you rouge your nipples, it makes them stand out underneath your, like, kind of semi-sheer dress. See, I was just like, I don't get it. 
So that makes more sense. Yeah, I I think it's to like be see through. That's my canon now. So I don't care if it's not true. <laughs> I feel like I'm right. <laughs> well, I don't know if there'd be like any other reason besides that. Like that makes sense. That's a great point. I I feel <laughs> I confident, even though I cannot say that I necessarily learned that from a reputable source. I just for some reason that's in my head. Guys, she has rouge nipples in her head. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. I do think one of my one of my like updates was like, girl, control your nipples. I was like, ma'am. Do you they don't need to be getting hard for him? Um, quotes pop into your head that you like have no idea what book that is from, but it was so clear in your brain yeah. and you're like, why do I have okay, so for a hot minute, like sometime in the last few days. I, for some reason, could not stop thinking about and trying to figure out, and I did figure out what book it's from, thank God, but there was some book um, where the hero said something about uh, her, like, she has these really big, suckable nipples, and he says something about she has the kind of nipples that men and babies dream of, or dream about, and I was like, that <laughs> quote was, like, rattling around in my brain, because I was like, Google it. what, I did Google it, um, because I was like, <laughs> what? book is i know it's yeah. like one where she's very prim and proper maybe she doesn't have big breasts and that's like why she sure she's has so shocked nipples. when she has really big suckable nipples it was uh the the kiss quotient it oh was lin huang wow the new lesson nipples are the key to the soul i don't think that's they're the doorway relevant. they're the doorway to the soul because you can see if you can see them then they please don't no i like the killing one I, I do enjoy i think that comparing nipples to doorways implies like a door n- twisting a knob well yeah that you twist nipples but like, i don't think that we should be like encouraging clock. that level of twisting eh. give a little twist do the mashed potato i hate this so much um i was i thinking oh yeah um while i was reading this book and thoroughly unenthused i was thinking about another book that i had recently read where i was greatly enthused um <laughs> and i was like what was that because i couldn't remember it i just remember being enthused um and i was like it was like oh i can't i don't know what in this book triggered that i don't know if there's anything in public in this one but um it was a scene kind of like a knockout spoiler alert um where she had to like suck his dick to like distract from the fact that they were in a room that they were not supposed to be in Mm -hmm. um because they were doing espionage um and it was just a really great scene and i was like what book did i just recently read because i feel like why am I not remembering that? And obviously it was Elizabeth Hoyt because it's going to be. Um, yeah, it was a good scene. Because I was like, look at the books. I was like, what book did I? I was like, that was a banger scene. And then I was like, oh, yeah, it was that one. Duke of Pleasure. I believe it was Duke of Pleasure. He was so cute. That was a good book. Uh, I don't want to lead you. Yeah, Duke of Pleasure, book 11. Um, Yeah, it was a really good scene. And. For some reason, this book made me think of that because um, it led to the quote, which I remember the quote after. So this was like a reverse situation of yours. Like I remember the scene mm-hmm. before I remember the quote. But it was uh, Cinderella had never sucked her prince's prick. Oh, Jesus and, Christ. And that made me cackle because that's true. Elf was way more metal than Cinderella. Just saying. So. Elf? A-L-F. Elf. 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 Elf, yeah, not Elf, not Will Ferrell. It's just that I mean, you, maybe when you say those two things, sound like you're saying yeah. the same thing. Yeah, which, which is I, the opposite I of your bagel issue. So I'm confused. <laughs> I just feel like Elf, Elf. I, no, <laughs> Elf. Elf. My brain was like the A ones first, and the E ones. Like, yeah, that didn't work. Okay. Um, elf. elf. Yeah, the way my mouth Elf. Elf. I can't. Elf. Why do you say elf. it like elf? Because well, elf, elf. Like elf. I don't. Ah. Well, like ah. I feel like um Rebecca yeah. in that scene in Ted Lasso, where he's like plan, oh. plan, and he says it too many <laughs> times, and she's plan. like plan, 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 <laughs> not plan, plan, elf. Yeah. Plan. Yeah. So um. Yeah, my lesson is go read Duke of Pleasure by Elizabeth Hoy. That's a good book. Um, but no, I some something about quoting Macbeth. I I, I stand that. I support that. Because um, if there's one thing I can get behind, it is men being unalived 
when they need to be in literature. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. You need to in read. Books. Nobody gets on alive, but you do need to read Mating the Huntress by Talia Hibbert. Have you read that yet? I have not. Yeah, he's a virgin werewolf. Wow. And we'll she's reading. trying to kill him for reasons. But he knows that she's his mate, so he's just, like, obsessed with her. Oh, hell yeah. And when he realizes that she's trying to kill him, he's very turned on by it. Nice. I just think, well, I'll go do that um, <laughs> before There's also a Halloween. scene in public in that one. They're, like, hell in yeah. an alleyway. Life is a circle. Life is a racetrack. <laughs> you can zoom zoom to any, any you know... It's giving. I just think she's so funny. I have too many quotes from this one. And once he figured out how to ask a human woman on a date, Luke would mate her, unfuck her, and live happily ever after as her devoted swain. Yeah, that's 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 his energy the entire time. (laughs) Just the other day, he googled how to ask a woman out without making her fear for her life, but the results hadn't been particularly helpful. Okay, well, I'll be reading that. So I treat I I'm gonna treat like our Halloween episode as just kind of like a shifters like monster like spooky yeah. free for all situation. Ooh, I have to read Tempted by the Night by Elizabeth Boyle. I think that one is some sort of paranormal thing. I think I've seen. Um, well, speaking of killing, <laughs> um, I read Captured by Beverly Jenkins, which is a rare case of me giving five stars and you giving lower. Um, I enjoyed the shit out of that book because. Each of those bad people. <laughs> that was so good. I was like, oh, you're going to get it. And then she did, but then they all did. And I was like, ooh. It was just like a trail. I was like, ah, ah, ah. That was a, I had a really good time. <laughs> yeah. I, I, didn't, I hadn't read it before I pirate episode. So this is just me correcting the record. <laughs> or adding on. This is my addendum. That that was that was a fun book. Oh, Beverly. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm having the urge, another unrelated but related because we were talking about it earlier, uh, to go read The Wallflower Wager by Tessa Dare because that also has a really good public scene. But no one else really comes upon them. They're just like in an alley. Mm. Yeah. So. That's what I'm going to do to cleanse the old soul. But maybe you'll read book one of this and figure out if he was a villain. Maybe they just thought he was a villain. Well, now I do kind of want to know, but I have way, yeah, it's way too many books to be read. You know how long my Halloween, like, spooky season TBR is? And that's not including anything that I have on NetGalley right now. And plus for my new job, they're supposed to be giving me, like, the titles that I'm supposed to kind of start reading. Or, like, things that I'm gonna... Like, not that I have to read all those books right now, but I asked so that I could start reading to kind of get ahead. So there's also those. And then also my book club. Although my in-person book club for this month, I persuaded them to read a dragon shifter because we'd never we've read like witchy romances and Mm -hmm. like the dead romantics. But they were like, yeah, let's do something crazy. Let's go like I've never read an actual like paranormal. And I was like, this one I saved from a Faded Mates episode where they were like, this is a pretty wild one about a dragon shifter. And I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I don't really have a like Halloween TBR. I feel like I need to just like Oh my god, I do. And most of them don't have audiobooks, which is stressful. Oh. I'm such a bad mood reader. Like, I don't I don't know what I want. Well, the problem well, is I, I want to read, like, there, but... monsters and vampires and shifters and things right now. But I have too many other things oh, that my. I also need to be reading. Yeah. I know. I have so many arcs on that galley. And I'm just, like, I, I can't. I can't do it, Captain. I do not have the power. Because I read Cressley Cole, and I was like, wow, what if I just go reread all And then those? part of me was like, what if I just read the entire rest of Immortals After Dark? But I can't, because I have too many other books I need to read. But you could read the rest of the Immortals After Dark. No. But you could. But there are, like, whole series that I want to read before 1989 comes out. TV, well, that's obviously. doing a lot. I know. <laughs> but have you met yeah. me? 
Yeah, but you could also... I don't think you're fully you until you've read all of the Immortals After Dark. That's too many. Yeah, I mean, you could honestly just read up until Rydstrom and then skip ahead to book 16. I'm not going to do that. You could. I'm not going to do that. You'd save you a lot of pain. I'm just trying to look out for you. That's not what I do. Yeah, we're so different. We're two wolves. Mm. But neither of us are Luke, the virgin werewolf. No. Who just is really into his mate, who doesn't know that she's his mate, and is from a family of werewolf huntresses. Hell yeah. Did you ever read The Wolves of Mercy Falls from Maggie Stiefvater? No. That was a banger. That was That's my wolf, and your wolf is the other, the blue raven cycle birds. Oh, yes, the raven cycle, yes. Yeah, and it, it takes place in Minnesota, so like, hot. Or cold, I guess. Mm, true. Up until recently, hot. But now it's getting cold. And I'm how I envy that. Thawing. I know. I'm very excited. Okay. Although I'm going to be moving to New York Ooh. in the winter, so I guess I will get Ew. my fill of. Yeah, if anybody is in New York and knows somebody who needs a roommate there. Yes. Let me. Hit, hit me up. <laughs> let, let me let know me, what, let me... what's going on. In the winter, oh god! Uh, like between I Christmas think and New Year's. That. Yeah, I did not think about that. That it was gonna be the winter. I mean, pretty cold. Yeah, it's just. I mean, I don't. I like the cold. It's just the whole moving part, and specifically the fact that mm-hmm. I would very much appreciate if somebody could like hook me up with somebody who needed a roommate, so I don't have to just like find an, a stranger on the internet. I definitely understand that. Any shway. Uh, our next episode is Angelica Frankenstein makes her match. Is that really the 13th already next week? That's crazy. I believe so. Yeah. It is. Wow. Um, and then the 20th, is that Gay Week? Should be. Chance? I think. I think we did it around Halloween because it's gothic. Uh-huh. and i believe that's on ku cool um and then tbd for the 27th and then the halloween tbr is on the 31st um we should find something gothic and or spooky for the 27th um and well i've got a giant list so good make sure that has an audiobook that I have significantly fewer. Yeah. I have to be real with you. I know. It's a plague. Um, I know. I'm like, that Elizabeth Boyle one tempts me by the night. Um, and then looks like on the 10th of November is when we can release our 1989 episode. Because <laughs> um, we have Moonstruck Madness on the 3rd. So. There's that. And nothing else from me, I don't think. I need a really good spooky season vibe. And I don't know how to go about encountering that. I mean... Besides Talia Hibbert, which I think I may just do. I, I, I'm going to be so real. Until I went and saw how long the audiobook was, I was very close to just being like, fuck it, I'm going to read The Mysteries of Udolfo. Oh, it is oh, a 30-hour oh. audiobook, though, so probably not. He's got a lot of mysteries. <laughs> I so mean, it's how like mysterious that, can that one, one be? scandalous gothic. I mean, I don't know that it was, like, really that scandalous, but it, I feel like it, they reference it a lot in, like, like, I think Northanger Abbey, that's the one that she's mm. reading that's so, like, ooh, the mysteries of Udolpho. That's, like, an abbey, and I don't know anything about the mysteries of Udolpho, except that it really impacts... Catherine's perception of the world. But I feel like it's come it's up mystery. in other like romances and things where it's like I feel like Ooh. I need to read Robinson Crusoe because that's come oh. up in the pirate escapades that we've been reading, specifically mm. uh The Prince of Pleasure, I think. Captain of Pleasure, Captain of Pleasure by Cressley Cole. Captain of All Pleasures. There we are. Nope, The Price of Pleasure. Oh. <laughs> Captain of All the Pleasures is book 1. You're right. <laughs> 
um oh my god book two made me feral but that's for another day until you read it because you need to but you haven't even read the immortals after dark so i don't know what to do with you relax i did read so good the, uh it, never mind all this could wait till the halloween episode the CM that's got the hollow, the headless horseman one. Oh, did you? I did. Hi, is that out yet? Yeah. I did not know that. Time. Curious time. Wow. Uh that one seems crazy. Maybe that is also the mood. Or maybe it's the siren song by Daria Vernon. Honestly, at this point. So many wolves and or shifters live inside of me. <laughs> um yeah cool any parting words oh she was gonna say something and then she didn't the world will never know leave them wanting more <laughs>